0: Welcome to another episode of the Teacher's Off-Duty Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about classroom management strategies. You know, the ones they teach you in school versus how they actually go down in real life. And we're going to be talking about things like PBIS. Call and response.
1: Using Nickelback as a classroom management tool.
0: Educators, what's up, educators? Welcome back for another wonderful episode of the Teachers Off Duty Podcast, the Comedy Tour Takeover. It's your ooh, man ooh. Casey Mac with my special guests. And listen, man, before y'all before y'all do it, because I've had a wonderful time with you. <laughs> man, this has <laughs> been oh, probably one is... of the funnest months ever. Oh, week after wow. week, you... we had we had some laughs. <laughs> Somebody do play the, Boys and Man is so yeah, hard to the say goodbye yesterday. Yeah, do the slow montage of us just like slow motion laughing together.
1: <laughs> well, I actually can't stand either. You're no, just kidding.
0: <laughs> Let's let the Somebody get it a new here. vest and now they're acting all fancy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got I got my finance bro vest on, I get an attitude. You wanna talk about your finances? <laughs> catch me on wall
0: street <laughs> tell them who you are my friend
1: uh my name is finance bro Gabe Danbring. <laughs> happy to see you happy to meet you let's talk about your 401k or your 403b i don't know which one you got your educators probably got that 403b who's or this nothing. lovely who's this or nothing or you're broke because we're all teachers and we're broke who's this lovely lady sitting over there
2: it is jess smith hi, hi. Just yeah miss smith, yeah. Nice to see ya. smith. Oh, hey it's great to see you you. It's Gabe
1: from work. No way! Hey. Hey. We it's did so the podcast to together. teacher besties That's crazy. Did you get that? Did you get that rash taken care of?
2: Oh. oh, I told you that in confidence, Gabe. I told you that in confidence.
0: You guys. But now
2: that we're talking about it. Um... Sp- speaking of rashes. Speaking of rashes. Speaking of rashes,
0: this guy's sitting next to me. <laughs> Who is What's his name? And if you just want to laugh your butt off, you need to make sure that you catch the Board of Teachers Comedy Tour. Ah. That's going to be live and living color. And guess what? We have a few more shows this month. What? We've been rocking it all month. You definitely want to check these shows out. We're coming to Poughkeepsie, New York. Whoa. Woo. Akron, Ohio. Ah. Wabash, Indiana. Yeah. Joliet, Illinois. Yeah. And Toledo, Ohio. And speaking of Joliet, it's sold out. Oh. So, ah oh wow yeah, you're gonna have to go okay. to another city but yeah. keep, just make sure that you guys uh follow board teachers and you can find out where the tour is going to be next because you definitely like i said don't want to miss it yeah. the link will be in the description and guys real quick again no. because this is your last week i did something special for you guys oh what'd you get us i baked you a cake <gasps> i'm kidding i've been here the whole time you know i ain't got no cake what i just felt like we should have had a cake now
2: we want a cake
0: no but real quick you guys, with you guys being um, comedians and with you guys being educators. Now, I know the obvious would be if I would, when I ask you this question, but I mean, with some serious deep thought, which one do you like better? Oh. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't have favorites. I love all my jobs equally. Oh, it's
2: politician. Gabe. One
1: job. <laughs> so get this. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. One job involves trying to make people laugh. Right. One job involves making people laugh. Ooh. One job involves uh, getting called a lot of mean names. Right. One job involves um, calling people a lot of mean names. Calling people a lot of mean <laughs> names. So it's like it's like the. When you ask your parent, "Hey, mom and dad, who's your favorite kid?" Mm-hmm. and they go, "We can't pick favorites. We love you all equally." I love both jobs equally.
0: Okay, same question for you, Jess. Except um, instead of the teaching and comedy, yeah. which one of your children do you love the most? Ah. Uh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> don't ponder i'm kidding <laughs> but you thought of
1: one you thought of a kid
0: Maybe. one came to your head Maybe. Maybe. no how hard has it been just being a mom and well, i mean you're a new mom mm-hmm. but you have a toddler mm-hmm. but you know with balancing you know all that you do how hard has that been because i know it's a lot of educators out there who are balancing both you know being mom and professionals so.
2: yeah how's it been well um I couldn't balance all being a educator,
1: So, so I
3: didn't.
1: did you give up I your didn't. kids? <laughs> Which one did you choose? Did you choose mom mommy, life or teacher? Mommy will be back in 18 years. Um
2: no, I like again like all of the teachers who are parents like I Ugh. I hats off go to you because I cannot even imagine trying to balance all of the things that that parents mm-hmm. are doing and going into the classroom it's it's a lot I, kids are hard both I, I in have, my home and in the classroom i have
1: it two is. cats living at my house uh-oh a uh, uh,
2: cat lady no yeah, i i am a lady
1: no so you know the whole like being a parent and being a, a teacher thing man i got two cats at home and, mm. and they don't really say a lot and they don't require a lot and it's hard work for me to teach kids all day and then go take care of two animals like i can't imagine going home and taking care of kids so, all of you teachers who are parents out there, bless your soul because I don't know how you do it.
0: Don't know how you do it the, the you got a kid at home? I have two kids you, you know two they're kids? teenagers, yeah, and my daughter's in college now, and uh, my son he's a junior, but I guess with both jobs um comedy takes me away from them more, you know because yeah. I travel mm. a lot teaching it was you know cool because I was you know able to see them every day yeah. when I'm around but uh you know, it's just hard with the travel, but you know, what? great things come great sacrifices. Sorry, kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, we joke around. <laughs> Listen, We joke around, but I mean, you know, like asking you these questions, um, it kind of ties in not directly to this episode, but it kind of allows us to kind of let the people know like we're actually real people. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. We have yeah, real yeah. families, real things yeah. going on. So. When, as we dive into this, it's like we're credible, you know, because we're, we've we been through it. We've been through right. the education side. We've been through outside the education side as parents and yeah. just happen to be able to manage all together yeah. all these aspects of yeah. our life. And today's episode Ooh. is about classroom management strategies, what they teach you at school versus what it's like in real life. Wow. Hmm.
1: Wildly different things.
0: Very Wildly different, different. things.
1: <laughs> I, uh, like, I go back to like when I first started my teaching career, and I go back to like doing practicums and student teaching. And when you're do when you're in that stage, you're the cool young person mm-hmm. who's there, yeah. and kids are gonna, for the most part, like you no matter what. They're like, oh, this is like a guest speaker every day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to, and like it's just easier for classroom management. And then I learned like my first year of teaching. I was like, these kids don't care at all that it's my first year. All of a sudden, you go from being the cool young, like, uh, uh, you know, intern, pretty much uh, sub, uh, student teacher, to all of a sudden you're the bad guy. Right? Like you're the teacher. Like, you are in charge. They don't care that if, if it's your first year or your fiftieth year, they're gonna they're gonna push boundaries on you. And that's one thing that I wish I would have been taught is, hey, student student teaching it's gonna be pretty relatively easy to have rapport for the most part. I know everyone's got different experiences, but for the most part, that's how it goes. But then your first year, you, your expectations are the same as someone who's been teaching for twenty years, and the kids are kind of going to treat you the same. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I learned really quickly that going with the classroom management strategy of "Hey, I'm the cool young guy" mm-hmm. does not work. Like, <laughs> does it? That doesn't work. They'll I, eat you up. Yeah,
2: I went in with the same with the same attitude. Cool young but, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <like>, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I did that through student teaching, and then I when I got my job as a sixth grade teacher at that same school like I was like I was the youngest teacher because mm-hmm. all of the other ones were like at least over 45 mm. so I was the young one I was the cool one and they listened to me they loved my class they loved hanging out they listened we had a blast mm. but then <laughs> but then the second year came around mm-hmm. and I wasn't the latest hire, and I wasn't yeah. the younger one anymore. Right, because and... you had a birthday.
0: I it was one year older.
2: Exactly,
0: she's <laughs> not cool no more. That
2: is exactly right, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. They <laughs> lean on her to <laughs> you. They're
0: like over twenty five. Next, Next. Uh-uh, get out of get here. Out.
1: <laughs> that's that's one. how how like I feel even like I'm in my I don't know if it's my fourth or fifth year, but I I feel myself getting older in the classroom, mm-hmm. and it's it's different. Like it's i'm I'm not the I'm not the young whippper snapper like I used <laughs> but like for real like I'm not I'm not 22 anymore right it's just it it changes your, your perception like I started teaching when I was 21 right and I was I was young and then just as you get older your per, your perception changes and just some things your management styles change yeah right. and all of a sudden things you didn't care about you start caring about all and right. things you didn't you used to care about now you realize it not really a big deal and it's just a natural progression of classroom management is as you get older you just look back on all the years and you're like not this is different now
0: right and and that helps too because it's like oh a good question i guess is okay as you get older Mm -hmm. right but your students stay the same age Uh uh-huh you know? You're right, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> so what I'm saying is...
1: You know what I'm referring to?
0: No, I don't. <laughs> I lost it. Wait, hold on. It's a dazed and confused. McC- oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. I should have caught that. Yeah. I like them redheads, man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but but for real, you're, you're right. Like so, so what I'm saying, so yeah, as the as older you get, I get it. The more wiser you get, but... Those kids are coming in. Now you're getting another group of 12-year-olds, whatever. Yeah. And now you have to implement that. But it's a whole different 12. Yeah. yeah. Right? right? It's not the right. same 12. Right. right? You're older. You're getting a little bit more. So I mm-hmm. think the ability is just for you to be able to adjust and pivot more with, yeah. that, with your classroom management skills. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? Because what worked with the last class, you might have to... Yeah.
2: Exactly. Like, and I think that that was something that I wasn't anticipating in like going in from college is the amount of classroom management strategies that I would have to go through. Yeah. Like, I it was almost we. And first of all, we never. I never had a classroom or a class that was just solely about classroom management. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm. Like, did you? No.
1: It was all, it was just like methods. Like, it was never like
2: PBIS.
1: Yeah.
2: I I never, I never got a college course about that. Uh Let me tell you what. Here's
1: how you write an eight page lesson plan though. Yeah. Let's hammer this home. Uh, I think with classroom management, each method is different for each person. There's some of the cutesy little things like the the call and response. Man, I I that's not me. That that's not. I can't do that stuff. I feel goofy no. when I do it. For some people, that's their jam. I can't do it. I just, yeah. I feel weird. You know, I I, I don't I, I don't like doing those. And I don't know. I don't. Do you guys ever do those call and responses? I do.
2: I I tried they i don't know I, yeah it just never felt like me yeah more than anything else and there was a lot to remember you know there's a lot for them to remember too so You're performing
0: at that point yeah yes. it's a performance you yes. know? yeah it just doesn't feel authentic and know? it was
2: almost more chaos sometimes mm-hmm. you know because like these call and responses they're funny they're yeah. clever I don't know where people come up with that. Their they're, effectiveness they're...
1: wears away <laughs> after a while.
0: <laughs> yes. Or,
2: like, they come up with their own call and responses, and it just becomes like an obnoxious other on. thing to manage mm-hmm. at that point.
0: What's some of the funniest call and responses um, that you ever heard of? Uh,
2: <laughs> okay, so, like, flat tire, and the class would go,
0: shh. Uh, I remember that. I didn't uh, know that was a thing. Yeah. Or waterfall. Shh. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't do a lot of the call and responses. I think my kids, like my students, if I did it to them, they'd be like, "What?" Like this is new. Like one of the things that I do like doing is, um, I'll just stand. I'll put my hand up, and that just means, "Okay, be quiet." Like that, and I wait for them. Um, I like that, but one of my favorite like series of videos I made on my TikTok are going through uh, like unorthodox classroom management strategies. Mm-hmm. Oh. And some of my favorite ones, like one of them that I do is if the kids aren't gonna stop talking, I just threaten to start crying. Mm. I'd be like, hey, class, <laughs> I will cry. Like I, You will see a full-grown man cry. And they'll be, they'll if that be was like, my
2: class, they'd be like, okay, this is like, just a normal day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> is a normal day for Ms. Smith. <laughs>
1: I, I threaten that. I uh, um, I threatened. There was there was one time um, I told the kids like if you don't stop talking I'm only gonna play Nickelback the rest of the year. Oh, Lord. That <gasps> they got they got quiet. Real See quick. that works
2: with middle school. Yeah, they yeah. thought it was
1: funny. They was yeah. like that's funny. They're like we yeah. don't want to listen to Nickelback. Where, or,
2: like, or then you get the rogue classes that are like, okay, that would yeah. be hilarious. Yeah we, gonna, yeah, we love Nickelback. Like, we love Nickelback. We want to listen to Nickelback. I think,
1: honestly, though, when it comes to Nickelback, not that anybody asked, but I'm going <laughs> to say it anyway. How
2: do you feel about Nickelback? I'm a
1: closeted Nickelback <laughs> fan. No, I'll God. never admit it. Oh, no. I'll never admit it, but I'm a closeted Nickelback fan. Like, on the record, nah, I don't like them. But off the record, you listen to them. I, I, I'm going to listen to Nickelback on the flight on the way home today.
2: Look at this photograph.
1: It's good. Thank you. Exactly. It's good. Do it again. Do it again.
2: Do it again. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me
1: laugh. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Laugh.
1: Maybe that'll be my new call and response. Look at this photograph. And the kids. Every time time I I see it, it makes me laugh. Like yes. The vine. Look at this graph. <laughs> you see that one? Oh <laughs> So, you gosh. know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe one day yeah. I'm going to use that as a class. I will actually use I would like a report Nickelback back. Yeah. call and responses.
2: <laughs> I want a report
1: back I think that'll go really, really well. Really oh, good. Well, so
2: a, relevant. So
1: relevant. I mean,
2: look just, at this Ving diagram graph. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make a creed. <laughs> Oh God! But
2: in all reality, when I needed to like have
1: the,
2: (laughs)
3: yes. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: really do love Nickelback. (laughs) Closeted
1: though.
3: Yeah,
2: closeted. I don't tell people. Um, but in all reality for like <laughs> classroom management, what I did was I made songs for like stupid stuff. Like, did you uh, do you ever make songs? No. No? No. Teach, no. School and high school. Huh. I feel like What's high schoolers a, t- would t- sing,
0: sing me. Sing. Oh You're sweet. my
2: gosh. It was always like spur of the moment. Like I no. never was freestyling. Planned I was.
1: Three up the styling. trash P- pick up the trash yeah, yeah,
2: yeah or like when we were talking about <laughs> forces uh, forces in motion like i made up a song like we are airplanes and i yeah i <laughs> wow
1: did you do know that airplane <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> i but like
2: I that sang. was like that was the way that i got the kids to remember i
1: sang one song i've sang <laughs> i've sang one song to remember they like help my kids remember mean medium mode and range yeah i don't teach math but this year we've got like this whole different thing and there's like a class period every couple weeks that I have to like do a remedial math lesson. And uh, the kids were not getting mean, median, mode, and range. They just, they they were having a hard time with it. So when I was in middle school, we had, uh, uh, shout out Mrs. Klemish, she was awesome. She sang this song that helped the kids remember mean, median, mode, and range. And I was getting so frustrated that they couldn't get it that I literally said, all right guys, I'm gonna sing you a song. And I sang them the song and it was so bad but the kids were like oh it kind of makes sense and i felt wow. so like embarrassed up there like it uh, it was <laughs> if it. i felt like i had the eyes of 12 of of 25 12 year old kids just judging me while i was singing and it, it like
2: now you know how nickelback feels now about. i know how <laughs> I, it felt
1: like i was bombing on like it was yeah. but then afterwards like the kids were like oh that makes sense but you're a terrible singer i'm like i never said i was a good singer right. so that um, do you that, remember the song? <laughs> do
0: you remember the song? Yeah.
1: Mean the average, mode, most often, range, the greatest number minus the smallest, A. meaty in the middle. Well, no. put them in order from the greatest to the least. Ba Hooray! Wow! I learned that in eighth grade. I have understand
0: that now even better listening to you sing.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you.
3: Wow.
2: But
1: when I when I sang it I was a bit frustrated so it sounded more like screamo than like friendly happy. It was like very <laughs> the average just you know kind of edgier <laughs> classroom management, you know? I wrote You've been so- there. I wrote You're a song. Singing,
0: yeah. I wrote a song to teach the kids uh about cleaning themselves. Oh. And it goes like this. Take a bath every day, let those odors float away. Hygiene means we all keep clean. <laughs> See what I mean? Wow, (laughs) that was really good.
2: Did your mom teach that to you?
0: I got it off of Porky's. (laughs) Porky's. (laughs) It's a movie from the eighties. Yeah, Grandpa Mac, go away. No, you you want us to know? This was one of my biggest challenges with. Classroom management. Okay, so and I don't know if you guys ever uh, had to do this before, but have you ever had to take over a class in the middle of the year or the middle of the semester? Mm-hmm. Or you start always started from the beginning. Like all of yeah. a sudden they're like, "Hey, you're teaching this now." And well, it's... or if you like started at a school late, you know, uh, in the middle oh, of the oh, school Oh, no, 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 no. no. Okay, so I started doing this resource class, uh, middle school, and my challenge was, and I probably started in like few months into the semester, mm-hmm. and um, it's like the, October. <laughs> yeah like october
2: <laughs> it's the way a calendar works <laughs>
0: yeah. it'd be like that don't it,
2: yeah, it every year
0: <laughs> there a song for that <laughs> october october make sure that you're sober when you're teaching your class make sure you got an empty glass <laughs>
2: What? For I sobriety? Know. I don't think that's how that works. I <laughs>
0: think you want the glass empty. Know.
2: You want the glass empty in September. You don't want so a glass. You, you don't. No
0: glass. No glass? No glass. All right. No, guys, y'all so silly. Stop it. No, I'm talking about taking over okay. class. This is my problem. Um, they didn't have a teacher for this position. Uh. So the AP was actually teaching the class. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, oh my God. I was, I was shocked to hear about that, too. Now, here was the biggest challenge for me. I'm now supposed to compete with her classroom management. Ah. They already have a high level respect for her. Yeah. And I'm transitioning now as yeah. the teacher on record. So it was hard because, and, and I would come in and shadow her, like the first few days, you know what I'm saying, kind of watching her, and I was just sitting off on the other desk and just watching, you know, floating a little bit. Um, but as soon as she was said, okay, you ready for me to pass the rain? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Man, those kids, <laughs> oh! gave me hell. Really? And, it, and oh, it was no. and, and I couldn't really go back to her like, hey, I need help. I can't, you know. But it was like I was put in a hard How's situation. The country, it. Casey? It like, was tap hard. out, tap yeah. out. Yeah, I was I like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, loving it. Them kids are learning. But <laughs> it was kicking my butt because I couldn't, I couldn't, it's like I'm, my first, imp- my, The pr- first impression I was given, I wanted to be like, okay, I have to be stern, but I was like, she was right, really stern, right. but I was like, I don't want to be that stern. I don't want them yeah. to be that first. Imp- but I get it is so important that you have to establish that relationship with them first where they mm-hmm. respect you and understand and follow your rules. But yeah. it was like, I'm like, I got to give them a break because you went from having this high figure, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in, in our school to like, and and it rightfully showed, so, they should have kind of relaxed a little bit like, yeah. woof. 'Cause we had to be on our best A game for these first few months and now we can kinda So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was like Absolutely trying to, you know, yeah. balance between. But yeah, I I failed. I failed.
1: Like I look at some of the students, and I think it's interesting for kids that they have to go, let's say there's nine periods in a day if they're in secondary. Mm-hmm. They have a different teacher with different expectations yeah. and classroom mm-hmm. management styles in each of those nine classes. Like, I, th- I catch myself times as a teacher where I'm like, oh, why, why don't these kids do this? Why don't they do that? It's like, wait a second, they've got different teachers every single day that are having you know different management styles and they're going to operate differently in each class Right. but I think one of my favorite things that I do with my classroom management is after um, they come back for the after first semester like after Mm -hmm. Christmas break that's a huge reset for me Right. it's like okay what worked what didn't work Mm -hmm. let's reassess expectations let's go Mm -hmm. through it again Mm -hmm. so then all the kids know like hey we're back on the same page Mm -hmm. here are the expectations and what I've started doing which really really helps with my classroom management is I at the beginning of the of each semester I have the kids write down the the kids write down expectations of their classmates, expectations of themselves and expectations for their teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I write down expectations for myself, expectations for my coworkers and then mm-hmm. expectations out of my students. And we have a good dialogue and talk about hey, here's what we expect out of each other. And then that helped me with my classroom management because I'll stop and tell the kids like, "Hey, you guys told me that what my expect what you expect out of me and we made a deal that I'll, I'll try to reach that every day but right now you're not reaching your end of the deal yeah. you are not reaching the expectations that right. we came that we agreed on and that little bit of reasoning really does well with secondary yeah and granted there's some kids that they're like screw this guy whatever i don't care right yeah that's a small percentage but yeah. for the masses that tends to work decently I, right. I, I like i like doing that well
2: that's kind of like a class contract in a way kind of uh, yeah like how like some elementary teachers do at the beginning of the year it takes ownership for yeah, the right. kids totally. and i think that's I think that is super important when you're talking about classroom management. Mm-hmm. You, there's almost like I think when I mean like when I was in elementary school, it was almost like the teacher did no wrong ever. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I really wanted to to reiterate to my kids in my classroom was that like I make mistakes too, mm-hmm. and sometimes like I need to be checked. Yeah, and you know, not that that's that's your job to check me all the time, <laughs> but like there's a respectful way to to talk about how we can all work together and coexist mm-hmm. in this classroom together.
0: Yeah. So was behavior like a strong problem with you guys in your classrooms?
1: I, every year's different. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I do a pretty good job with my classroom management. I mean, I, I run a really tight ship. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm extremely firm, but I'm, I always tell the kids I'm I'm fair, but I'm firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say, here, here are the rules. My expectations are not gonna change and i gonna deviate from it. And I've had a couple tough years where it's like no matter what I'm trying to do it's not working and I've mm-hmm. had some years where it's like pff, teacher of the year that's me like right. I can mm-hmm. I can do this forever and right. then the next year, all of a sudden, you're like, I'm the worst teacher on the planet. What is going on? But what I do love about, like at my school, we have the PLC model and we have like the teams. Yeah. And it's so awesome having other teams or other teachers we can consult with mm-hmm. and be like, you know, oh, Jess, what's your problem with Casey? Like, what are you seeing in the classroom? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, good. I'm seeing the same exact thing where elementary is way different, where yeah. you're just kind of stuck on your, on that island. Like, yeah. So it's nice working with other teachers. Teachers on our team because we can talk about hey this works this doesn't work Mm -hmm. Um, and we just see things sometimes from a different perspective which 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 is good yeah was it hard at the elementary oh were you saying well yeah I
0: just want to ask you so the teams um, that you guys had so was that um, you said just in y'all's department like you said with the PLC or yeah well so we've got
1: uh, so our team we have like our four we have our team teachers so mm-hmm. english science okay. social studies math we meet what three times a week okay. and then we have our job alike. which i meet with the other site seventh grade science teachers two times a week okay so
0: we we do a lot of a lot of chit-chatting about stuff but that's different like that's separate from like a student assistance team meetings and like things like that
1: oh we'll have those yeah like, okay, okay yeah okay. Well, yeah, well, yeah we'll have those and You know, I think most teachers will agree that it's a challenge to get to that point to where you can have a meeting with admin, parents, and the kid. Right. There's... there's multi-layers you have to go through to get to the that three
0: tiers yeah the PBS, <laughs> yeah there yeah, you go yeah there's you multiple the layers tiers. so all kid, all every student starts off tier one and as yeah. you know as the higher mm-hmm. they go up on the tiers the worse mm-hmm. their behavior right is, is you yeah know, is and,
1: and obviously there's reasons why it takes a while before you can have those meetings but i, I know a lot of teachers wish that it could happen quicker
0: so yeah. okay so with that being said so do you think when a lot of teachers saying I'm not getting the support I need from my ah, admin yeah right it's like a it's like a catch-22 almost because it's like a one in the the admin love to say well I mean are you doing what you're supposed to do before mm-hmm. you even call me or before you even yeah. you know send the kid down and what strategies did you put in place mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying that, yeah that's 100% so sometimes and I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest I love us educators don't get don't get it twisted but Sometimes we don't do everything we're supposed to do correctly yeah. first before we Well do and that. I think
2: it's that idea Sometimes. of like mm-hmm. one person or you know, a couple people ruin it for the rest of us. Right. Yeah in the sense of like you all like we all have a teacher in a building that just like is constantly sending kids down to yeah. the office. Like it's just
1: like a rotating mm-hmm. door.
2: Um and we'll and, violate
1: every procedure while they do it.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm sorry, but like that's not that's not me. Like mm-hmm. I I prefer to handle stuff in my classroom yeah. unless it was like a safety risk for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not getting other people involved. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that's like it's that thing of right. like just I uh, I'm going to I'm going to say something very say controversial. It. Uh-oh. I'm going to say something very controversial. Do it. I know that a lot of teachers roll their eyes at the like well have you tried to build relationships first? <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that a lot of teachers roll their eyes mm-hmm. at that, but like that's a great seriously. Strategy, though. <laughs> yeah, right. But honestly, and and there are teachers who who have and are and have those um students who that doesn't work with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when teachers roll their eyes, I think they're they're probably talking about those types of students. But at the same time, it's like I never had a problem with classroom management because mm-hmm. I, I always made sure that those kids felt loved, seen, heard, and respected okay. in my classroom.
0: So that's beautiful. So that's like when they tell us to have our restorative conferences with the students, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we set the kid down and we give them a reflection sheet, and we say, okay, now let's talk about the behavior. That you you know what I'm saying is implied mm-hmm. and now let's talk about do you understand why consequences are needed for your behavior no. The actions mm-hmm. right and they always tell us you know make sure when you do this do it in a safe space you know and, and the safe space is just simply like you wouldn't want to do that in the middle of the classroom right? yeah like with all the other kids so you want to and, and they always tell us you know uh, make sure that we separate the student from the behavior, yeah, you know what I'm saying, because yeah. you don't want to just be like you're this, you like you don't never want them just to identify with that specific Correct. behavior, mm. right? You want to separate them as a human, as a person, yeah, and then let's acknowledge your behavior. In uh-huh. So these are all the things that your admin they're gonna make, make ask you, did you do this? Did yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say all that to say. As long as you're documenting everything, absolutely mm. yes, document everything oh, because yeah. at this point, what did they say? If it if it wasn't documented, it never happened, yeah, right? Yeah. So make sure you got your ABC chart, <laughs> right? <laughs> I paid attention in PD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have your make sure you you're your, uh, documenting dates. Uh, uh, have your ABC chart. Y'all mm-hmm. know what that is, mm. and so now when you present this to your admin you can say well these are the steps that i've taken I not uti- you i literally utilize every strategy
2: right possible mm-hmm. right
0: yeah please help yeah. yeah
1: you have good admin and you have bad admin right. you know you've got right. some that are willing then to be like hey you've done your darndest let's let's solve this and then you also have some admin that they'll dodge and they'll right. be like you know what i'm, I'm not going to take care of this they don't want to have the battle and i understand that a lot of like school principals they're middle management they, yeah. they've, got, they've got bosses right. that are telling them what, what they're supposed to do, so right. I, I, I know sometimes I can be a, a principal apologist, but <laughs> it's, there, there's times where it's like we have to look at some things through their perspective, which, which is good, but I know a lot of teachers everywhere, it's like we just want support, you know, we, we mm. want support and um, being able to say, hey, we have a major problem with Johnny. We need to have a conversation about right. it. I yeah. I, w- I wish in schools it was easier to to go that route and right. just say, can we just have a sit down conversation, and talk about this because right. this is starting to affect other kids in the right. classroom, right? Correct. Be- Correct. Because right. yeah, yeah, and and it's it's hard, you know, because I know in in a lot of schools the the thing is like we want to keep all kids in school. Yeah, so do mm-hmm. I. We want to keep mm-hmm. all kids in school and their anti school suspension, but. When it comes to like not suspending kids or getting them out of the general ed classroom, mm. where where I challenge some of that is like, OK, you have classrooms full of really, really great kids. And you might have one kid who's who's consistently having a hard time and blowing up the classroom. Those kids in class that are behaving are going to go home and tell their parents, hey, this is what's going on at school. Mm. And then a lot of times the if it's really consistent happening all the time a lot of those kids end up switching schools and then you kind of create a vacuum of Mm -hmm. of a lot of the solid students sometimes will end up leaving because There's situations where a kid, and it's not always the kid's fault. It might just be they don't have the support there to help the kid. The kid might be having mental health issues, and the general ed classroom is not the best thing for him. Correct. So a different setting is good, not suspending the kid and saying, you got to go somewhere else. You know, get no school for you. No, sometimes a separate setting is good for him.
0: Right. No, and and everything you just said, because at that point, I mean, tier three. At mm-hmm. that level, and the counselors has already been, you know, invited, and and, and you know, everybody's doing their thing. And at that point, it is like you said, the general uh, uh, educational classroom might not be the perfect setting, yeah. and you might he might need a, res- a referral, right. you yeah. know, at that point. After that, so mm-hmm. it's it's just so many things that has to take place, and, and and again, that's why I advocate. I get it. Like, let's just make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do on our end as mm-hmm. educators, you know, so that way it's it's undeniable when we do say, no, I need help. Yeah, help me. Right. Yeah, definitely. Right, and then the and the child is getting the proper help that it yep. needs. Yeah. Right. Well, and, so. and then
2: that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, it's about what we can do to make the students' lives better, yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like we're not we're not trying to make anyone's lives miserable mm-hmm. or, you know, <laughs> single yeah. anyone Because they don't out. pay us, like, us like, enough for just,
0: that.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a PD, and they're talking about, uh, and I've mentioned this PD before. Uh, he was talking about uh, de-escalation training you know, how how to de-escalate situations. And good advice he gave was, uh, he's like, when a kid is starting to lose it in the classroom, it's not about you. And Mm -hmm. I think I catch myself as a teacher where I make it (laughs) about me, and it's like, why are you doing this to me? Like, this is frustrating me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. It's like, now this isn't about me. There's other things going on in this kid's life that it just happens, okay, he's gonna blow up in my classroom. Yeah. That right. doesn't mean I'm right. gonna justify what he's doing and be like, this right. is okay. But it just helps me take myself out of the situation a little bit to be less emotional. Right. And then let, you know, objectively solve the situation. Because yeah. when you have that much emotion involved as a teacher, it it you know, emotion clouds your judgment. Right. It absolutely right. does. But right. that's way easier said than done. There's right. and I'm not perfect by any means. There's definitely times when I'm like, I have to step out of the classroom because I can't separate myself right now from this situation. Right. I mean. And
2: and like in that same vein, I remember having a student who was not responding to my my classroom management style mm-hmm. at all. And he had needs that weren't being met like mm-hmm. emotional. And he wasn't getting the support that he wasn't he needed, mm-hmm. and I didn't take that in as a teacher. I didn't recognize that as a problem. I I was like, "What's wrong with me? Yeah, why why mm. am I failing this kid?" And the amount of mm. nights that I like was awake thinking about how I could fix it. Right. And mm-hmm. that's I think teachers are doing that all the all the time in their classrooms and taking that home and taking on that pressure and that's not your burden to bear that's not your pressure to have
1: carry a lot of baggage as teachers yeah we carry a lot of baggage i don't know middle school classroom management is different than like when i was doing high school high school you could have a lot more uh crucial conversations and be pretty reasonable with the kids and like Mm -hmm. i i guess i can start to understand it and at the middle school level it's a lot more of act than think like they are that they don't think through their actions like Older people do, and I catch myself all the time as as a full grown adult being like, why aren't these why aren't these kids thinking rationally, thinking like how I think as an adult? It's like, well, because they're twelve, <laughs> like their brains aren't developed <laughs> oh, yeah. yet. Like, oh yeah, their frontal lobes are far from development. So I, that's one of those things that I try to remind These myself. These are also
0: the same people to think axe body spray is the cure for everything. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You throw in some axe chocolate really quick.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that's not real. Problem, problem solved. solved. Problem solved. we get all the dates now. Girls are gonna love this. How much do you feel like discipline referrals
1: are effective today? Ooh, that's a great that's a great question. And here's such a crappy answer. It depends on the school. Boom! Like that's a, it's a terrible answer, but it's true. It depends yeah. on your admin. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. admin that I'm at right now at my school are so good. They are very, very, very good admin. They're extremely fair and firm, and mm-hmm. I, I think, I think it it, it starts so top down. Mm-hmm. It, when you have a school. And you have uh, when, when you have your policies written out, you need to have behavior policies written out word for word on what you do. Yeah. And you don't deviate from the policy. Right. I get so frustrated hearing teachers talk about when they have admin who don't follow the own their own district policy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, your policy's there for a reason. right? You have to follow that policy. Right. otherwise lines get blurred really quickly, and then it doesn't mean right. anything, right Right. But what right. do you think? I mean, what do you think about, about that stuff?
0: Well, so I know growing up as a as a recipient of many discipline referrals. You get in trouble? <laughs> what? What? Man, Mac. i what? surprised a lot of you? people when they found out I became a teacher. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, for, for me back then, that was like the, oh, no. Like, I, I, I hated, yeah. you know, to receive one of those. But, yeah. And even though I, you know, got multiple ones, but still, I would get in trouble. Like, it would be, like, very effective, especially yeah. for my household, you know? yeah now i see as a teacher you know um write-ups it's like a pass to the bathroom at yeah. this point you know yeah. what i'm saying it's yeah. just the kids are like oh, i'll take another one of those i'll eat those for lunch i mean it's just nothing you know yeah and, and again i know every every school and every student you know uh will, will differ but at least for my school that's the culture that i see like it's hmm. they don't really help what about you? Well, I mean, you're an elementary, so y'all don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah
2: never really, I never really dealt with that. Did but. you
0: ever receive them when you was younger?
2: No. So <laughs> about no. you, did you get them?
1: Um, I think I ever had... I had one conversation with a principal. I think I was a third grader. There was... Um, I got in trouble because there was a girl who had bad breath and the kid standing next to me called her breath mitts because she needed breath mitts. And then I was somehow involved and I was like, I never called her anything. So it was, yeah, it was a waste of time. I remember even as a third grader being like, why am I in trouble? I was just standing there. I didn't even say anything. But what, but what I see a lot of that, um, where, where teachers get frustrated with classroom management and, and, uh, like keeping kids in the classroom is when kids start getting violent. When mm-hmm. there's throwing desks, when they're oh, yeah. when there's stuff like that, man, teachers have a hard time with mm. having those kids come back to their classroom <sighs> <it's> the classroom because it's a safety <sighs> thing. Yeah, and it's like there's there's no there's no quiet coyote <laughs> that can get a kid to stop throwing a, a chair. Right, like that. Well, just, and it's
2: almost like you disrespected my house. Yeah, like I need some time mm-hmm. <laughs> to like repair the house yeah. that you decided you wanted to destroy. Yeah. So and, like,
1: and and it's like as a teacher, it's like. I, I, I care for kids, right. I, I've obviously. But if it's going to put me in harm's way, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't want that kid in my classroom every day. Right. If this kid's consistently... F- harming people right right. i i'm not going to put myself in a situation that can all of a sudden now you know cause more issues to my family and loved ones like i'm not going to do that and i think a lot of teachers feel that frustration right now because it's hard to get those kids out because of different policies that Mm -hmm. that are that exist Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm not saying you got to expel the kids but if, if the kid is flipping tables and throwing chairs, the general ed classroom setting might not be for them. Right. Okay.
0: Now, here here's something real quick uh-huh. that, that definitely ties in with, especially piggybacking off what you're saying. Because, again, remember, the title is Classroom Management Strategies. They teach you at school versus what it's like in real life. Now, in those situations, mm. right, got that kid throwing that desk all, all across the room, they'll tell you. Proximity. Flat tire. Right, 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 are you using positive reinforcement behavior strategies (laughs) great throw here's a jolly rancher right right. so i think that's the part (laughs) i like how you throw the chair i like how you threw the (laughs) desk. how well can you implement positive thank you for missing me (laughs) right oh that's how you almost took my head off good job (laughs) next time aim for (laughs) below the neck what are you supposed to say like Uh, i don't think that works like i think that's that's and again i say it again every classroom situation varies, but Mm -hmm. situations like that, it's hard to keep that positive reinforcement Yeah, I mean, I get the whole thing of like, if you're moving from small groups to station and you're just uh, 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 reminding them on their behavior before they make this transition from small groups. Remember, Mm -hmm. and and, you know, I I get don't say, hey, remember, don't be talking when you're going to your station. I get that, Yeah. Yeah, but you know, hey, remember, Level zero mm-hmm. when transitioning to you. Yeah. I get yeah. that part. It's like, yeah. I liked how right. Jimmy didn't talk. Right. Everybody will
1: look how Jimmy does it. Yeah, yeah right. that works good.
0: Certain things work in that situation. Yeah. But yeah. like you said, when you got situations that's so irate, you cannot yeah. implement that right now.
1: No, there. yeah. And it, it's those huge, big blow-ups. Usually the best thing to do is just evacuate the classroom. Evacuate, mm. the, you know, get get everybody out of there. Oh, but okay. I, And I honestly think when I think, you know, going back to like college and, and what they teach, I think it's easy to teach those big situations. Those are pretty black and white things. Mm -hmm. Safety is number one priority. Get the kids out of there. What I think needs to be taught more of are the tier two, middle of the road behavior problems.
2: Blatant disrespect. Just blatant disrespect.
1: disrespect, Blatant like, no, I'm not going to do my work today. Right. Well, please, no, I'm not going to do it. Like those are the things that Mm. are the most challenging. Yeah. Mm. I think the the big issues. Those are. relatively easy in the moment to make the right decision on how to handle it yeah like if a kid is flipping desk yeah you probably shouldn't have everybody else in there that's tier eight by the way (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but but if if you have kids who are just straight up like like no i'm not gonna put my hood down okay well then that those are you have to really unpack those situations those
2: are the situations that were usually the most emotionally draining for me oh yeah because it's like I need to show that I'm an authority figure here, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to like r- ruin the classroom vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Vibe. Don't <laughs> ruin the vibe. do
1: ruin so the, funny, vibe yeah, the, guys, we're yeah. the vibe of the party. Please don't kill my vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, and it, it, it's, I, w- I was thinking the other day, just thinking about classrooms and how classrooms are set up. And I think, like, you talked about being an authority figure in the classroom. People have to remember that classrooms are not a democracy. Right. In the classroom, it's not, a democracy. Right. it's not a democracy. We're not voting on what you're doing.
2: Right. Correct.
1: I'm the teacher. I'm in charge. Correct. I'm a professional. If it was a d- democracy and we voted on what to do, guess what the kids would want to do every day? Play Chromebook games. Right. Right. Like, it's not a democracy. Right. There, there's times when you're the teacher. You have to be in charge. Correct. You have to lead. And, yeah, people, I see it all the time. Like, well, just let a kid wear a hat. Let a kid wear a hood. Well, if the school policy is here's the rule, yeah. you have to enforce the rules because you're an employee. Like, right. Like, that's just – We don't make the rules, we just enforce them. And you have to show, hey, I'm the one in charge here because I'm the teacher. That's just how it has to be.
0: And what helps that is if everybody on your campus is on the same page as well. Yeah,
1: no weak links. Right, because if if, if
0: one is lax on it, then it makes your job harder for somebody who's trying to enforce that and trying to, you know.
2: I think across the board, like whether it's the classroom or whole school, like expectations have to be clear. And there has to be a way like this is what happens when you don't do this or you know like there has to be very very clear yeah. guidelines right. there's no gray area mm-hmm. it is black and white you don't you don't take off your hood then this is what right. happens yes. and i yeah mr
0: richardson let me keep it on well, <laughs> mr richardson is a jerk yeah, right. <laughs> he's making it hard for everybody they sound fun. <laughs> Yay.
2: Yay. but i think like the big thing too about classroom management is like don't be afraid if something doesn't work with one class to like move on to another thing. Yeah. And I think like that was something that I was really, I really had a hard time doing. Like, what? Like the points? Yeah. Like, that's not working with you guys? <laughs> and I like, uh, and again, don't be afraid to learn too new no. strategies. Like, I, when I first started teaching the school that I was at, there, Their classroom management was a required clip chart. So, Hmm. like, kids would have to go up to this chart if they made a bad decision. Yeah. yeah. And they would have to move their clip down. And then, like, going to another school, I learned that that could be degrading for students. And, like, and, yeah, duh. Like, yeah, absolutely. It Public would be. shaming, always right, <laughs> Or, you know, or punishing the whole class for something that one student did. Like, I used to do, like, the point system, and, like, I would erase a point if one person was talking, and that was detrimental. So, like, don't be afraid to learn, and and, and grow and say, this probably wasn't a great choice for a classroom management strategy, so I'm going to move yeah. on to another one.
1: Yeah, I think we know that public shaming usually doesn't do the best. It doesn't. It, doesn't, uh,
2: it does not. It doesn't do the best.
1: No. It doesn't make the teachers feel well. No. No. <laughs>
2: no. doesn't make the kids feel well. Right. <laughs> I,
1: I really liked what my admin did a couple of years ago at, at my school. We were having some pretty big behavior issues across the board of, of kids just blatantly not following the rules. Mm-hmm. And I we had a big a big uh staff meeting and our principal he was like we can have no weak links here. Mm-hmm. We have to all be on That's the same awesome. page. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for an admin to say that. So yeah. important just to have that across the board and say the expectation is the same from you as right. you. Correct. And and it's it's easy to deviate from the rules once you get tired and I've caught myself doing that where it's like do I have the emotion in me to have this fight about right. this kid wearing this hood in the hallway? <laughs> it's like, not right now, but it's worth in the moment, you know, kind of having, grabbing that little bit extra energy to solve the problem in that moment so it doesn't snowball into bigger moments later. Cause you times that by a hundred some teachers in a building, that adds up, right. you know, that, that, that adds up, but.
0: Well, real quick, uh, let me ask you guys this. How does it make you feel when you, when it, when you know that your students are mad at you? Oh, and, and I say this because a lot of times with classroom management, a lot of they don't want to be the, the bad guy. The teachers mm-hmm. don't want to be the bad guy. Yeah, they, they, it's almost like that complex of I'm a people pleaser And I like yeah. people to like me. You know, I need people yeah. to like me. It can kind of affect their classroom management yeah. because they're... I'm, gl-
1: I'm glad you bring it up. Here's, here's what I what I always tell kids. I don't need a 13 year old friend. Boom. that's what I tell kids. I don't need you to be my friend. I don't need you be to be my friend. I want to have fun in in this classroom, right. but the objective on the board is my job. Yeah, I have to teach right. that. So right. we can either have fun while we do it, or if you want to act the way that you're acting, we're going to go down a different path and we're going to we're going to get right. that because I don't need a 13 year old friend. Correct. I, yeah. I don't need that. I, what I'm do you like, think? What, I, how I do you need, first
0: it? of all, I need friends that know how to take baths <laughs> that can I can borrow money from. Uh, <laughs> I don't need a 13 year old student for money. <laughs> You on that. What's yeah, I
2: I think that with my first year teaching, I really struggled with that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't yeah. like I don't know that I could handle. It's the easy kids for being young men. teachers. Yeah, right. yeah. I I wanted to be the cool teacher. I wanted to be mm-hmm. the one that everyone loved. Um, I think you know, <laughs> going through my my teaching career, mm-hmm. it was a little bit easier to have that moment like knock it off mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just. And they're like, oh, like she means it because her face <laughs> is really mean right now. Yeah. And they know, like I I think a lot of like and it helped that some of the teachers that they had before were were yellers. Yeah. Like, they always yelled. Uh-huh. All the time it was yelling. So it was helpful for me to like yeah. be like go down to a volume two and be like, stop. That right <laughs>
1: now, uh-huh.
2: and that usually stops really quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I I want the kids to like me, like I do. I don't. It's not like I'm saying I want the kids to like me because I need it personally. Right. No, I, yeah, personally I, mean, I don't the, need the
0: motivation it. Motivation of yeah. like why they the, like the motivation. Yeah, like, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's therapy. You know, yeah, like, oh, you gotta yeah. unpack that in therapy. But <laughs> I, I <laughs>
1: want I want them to like me because we all know that if the kid likes and respects the teacher, they're gonna learn more from yeah. the teacher. Right. So yeah, of course I want. The kid to like me, right. not because I want to fill that void in my heart. Of, I want another thirteen-year-old to be my friend. Right. It's just like I, I don't know, and, and I think I think more teachers, especially in college, need to hear that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, and I, I also wish they would tell tell teachers in college that kids crave structure. Mm. Kids really do crave structure. Yeah. They don't want a teacher who's going to show up and just be loosey goosey, willy nilly. Right. I don't care what we do today; we're right. just going to have fun, right? Kids, for right. the most part, like to have structure. Mm-hmm. They really do. And the kids that are going to be classroom management issues, they're going to be issues if it's extreme structured or if it's no right. structure at all. Gonna, the, those issues just rise to the top, which is yeah. how it goes.
0: Yeah. So shout out to all those educators out there, ones who are struggling with classroom management skills. Like I said, get with your coworkers, get with a good solid team mm-hmm. and let them help you out because it's definitely a necessity. And shout out to all those OG vet that got yeah. that, that – run that tight ship and they got that classroom management like what <laughs> hey miss taylor she was one of the coldest teachers on my campus she could leave her classroom and i would be like who's covering your class i wish they would act a fool while i'm not there oh. <laughs> and they never did oh. Oh, man. amazing so shout amazing. out to everybody man we love y'all man and we love you guys because you guys have been so awesome oh. and you you've been great okay. too you've been uh,
2: so you've- amazing
1: you want more? Are you fishing for for more compliments? Yes, Notice, that's
0: why I did this. You okay. <laughs> have
1: such nice
0: Earring. earrings. Earrings. I love your dog. It. I love your. I used to love your vest until now. Finance bro, four hundred three B. If you need advice, doctor. Just kidding. Teach style box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Man. It's been one episode again. Thank you for tuning in to the Teachers Off Duty podcast, man. Uh, I've been your man, KC Mac. You can follow me at KC Mac Funny on all platforms. Gabe dannenbring at Gabe dannenbring on all platforms.
2: And Jess Smith, Teacher Tales of Miss Smith, and on the Hot Mess Teacher Express.
1: Hey, where are you going for tour?
0: Oh, we are going to Poughkeepsie, New York, Akron, Ohio, Wabash, Indiana, Joliet, Illinois, which is sold out. Thank you, Joliet. And Toledo, Ohio. You can still get your tickets. Make sure you guys click the link in the description. We can't wait to see you. Can't wait to make you laugh. Um, but yeah, man, make sure you check out my man on Netflix. Ooh. Surviving Paradise. Surviving Paradise. It's, uh, it's a show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, a show. <laughs> it's a reality show.
0: It'll be fun. Make sure you guys also follow Board Teachers on all uh, platforms. Make sure you guys follow the podcast on all platforms. And remember, Supercast, we got that good content for you. You definitely don't want to miss it. A lot of hilarious things going I on got behind the scenes. You.
1: What you got? 2024.
0: Tour dates are now out. Check it out. I was... Just about to get to that. Were you? No, I Where wasn't. I didn't know what he was talking about. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving me bunny ears. I was say, man, it's not the time to play. Can't see the cue cards in the studio. But <laughs> well, this light is blocking the other hand. I just saw it, too. And I was like, you know. <laughs> 2024 comedy dates. Oh, man, we are so excited. Oh, my gosh. Man, we cannot wait to see you guys. We're going to be everywhere all of the month of January, February, March, April, and May. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you guys get on the link. Uh, for all the cities and dates, uh, we have some shows already online. Mm-hmm. Show already sold out in 2024. Ooh.
2: Okay, just come on main, now, Maine. Maine, just get ready because Jess is going back on the road Ooh. for Doo-doo. the main show. People live
1: there. Boom, boom, boom,
2: boom, boom. They I live. thought it was just a you can't myth. get there
0: from here.
1: Oh, oh don't you know, huh? <laughs> oh,
0: wait a minute, say important, important, same here. Here, look at that. <laughs> <laughs>